0: Bismillah rahman rahim wa alhamdulillahi alameen Was s-salatu wa s-salamu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma Now we continue with our lessons in the book Al-Irshad ila sahih al-Iqtiqat The Guide to Sound Creed authored by Sheikh Salah Al-Fawzan Ta'ala And in our last lesson, we looked at the first occurrence of shirk upon the earth, or in the earth. And we mentioned that it first occurred with the قوم نوح, the people of نوح, whereby it is mentioned in narrations that there were ten generations between Adam and Nuh, and all of them were upon Islam, and meaning all of them were upon Tawheed, and obedience of Allah Azza wa Jal. Then, I the shirk occurred during the time of the people of Nuh, whereby there were certain righteous people among them, and those <coughs> righteous people passed away, and they were known to be very righteous and very obedient to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So when they passed away, the Shaytan Iblis had an idea. and need to use this opportunity to try and divert the children of Adam away from the true religion of Allah Azza wa Jal So he planned, and the first thing he did is that he approached. And those who were still alive, and those who were any from the people of Nuh, and he convinced them to make statues yeah, or pictures any of those righteous people and <coughs> place them where those righteous people used to sit, the, t- the place where they used to spend their time. Place it in those locations, and that these statues will help you to remember them, to remember their righteousness and their good actions. And that will encourage you to be like them. That will encourage you to be like them. So the Sheikh mentioned that he believes he was not only planning and targeting that generation But he was planning ahead, he was looking ahead towards the other generations as well. Those people who made the statues, they did not worship them. In reality, they did not worship them, but they made those statues and pictures as a way of remembering them. When that generation passed away, Iblis went to the generation that had less knowledge, which was the new generation or the generation after them. They were any more ignorant. And he convinced them that those statues were made and placed to be worshipped. He convinced them that their forefathers used to worship these statues. That is why they were there. And so therefore began... And the worshipping of those idols They began worshipping those idols Besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And that is the first occurrence Of shirk In the earth So therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Sent his prophet Nuh To call them back To tawhid And to the obedience of Allah Azza wa Jal And to leave Those false any deities and the worship of those righteous people. Likewise, the Sheikh he mentioned the dangers of making pictures and making statues, for example, making statues and placing them in the streets or other types of pictures, he says and it can lead, and it to shirk, as it occurred with the people of Nuh. Now, in today's lesson And we continue with the affair Of shirk And the shirk mentions In this little uh, Well this chapter It says the dangers of shirk And the obligatory duty Of staying away From it And the means to it Yeah Khatr al-shirk The dangers of shirk And the obligatory duty Of Staying away from it and staying away from the means to shirk. The things that lead to shirk. The shirk says, Shirk Shirk is the greatest of the sins. Shirk is the greatest of the sins. Major shirk is the greatest of the sins. There is no sin which is greater than shirk تعالى, Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Akhbara annahu la maghfira Liman lam Says because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has informed That there is no Forgiveness For those I mean, Who commit shirk And they do not repent From it okay, And they do not repent I mean, From it so he says that there is no forgiveness for the one who does not repent and he, from shirk. Though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He is vast in his mercy. His mercy is vast. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned that he forgives. Okay, Allah mentions that he forgives. So here what the shaykh is mentioning here and there is no forgiveness for the person who falls into major shirk and dies upon it and dies upon it but if a person repents from major shirk before they die then there is forgiveness Allah forgives only that person So here the shaykh is pointing to a verse in the Qur'an Does anybody know which verse the Shaykh is pointing to? With his statement here that there is no that Allah has informed that there is no forgiveness for the one who does not uh, repent from shirk Though Allah has mentioned about his Rahmah the vastness of his Mercy. And we know the verse in Allah. Allah mentions in Allah Allah does not forgive that partners be ascribed to him, and he forgives. That which is less than it, to whom he wills, okay, but he forgives. Other than that, to whom he wills. So in this verse, Allah mentions that there is no any forgiveness for the one who commits shirk with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And the, and the scholars have explained this verse, and meaning the one who dies upon any shirk. Though Allah Subhanahu wa Taala he forgives anything, any other type of sin and he decides, and he's shirk. If a person dies, for example, and he has murdered another person, for example, a person has committed adultery, stolen, etc., etc., it is possible that Allah, and he forgives that person. But shirk, and he major shirk, if a person dies upon it, then there is no magfira, there is no uh, forgiving for that person. A person is not forgiven So the Sheikh says And this okay, what we have just mentioned here This Makes it a compulsory upon a slave Upon a person To be extremely careful okay, regarding shirk in knowing this Knowing there is no forgiveness For the one who dies upon shirk Therefore That mandates That a servant of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Should have To be extremely I mean, Careful I mean, Regarding shirk And that this, a person Should have extreme fear I mean, Shirk I mean, Fear of it and falling into it due to the consequence of it, and due to the consequence of it, and it being the greatest of the sins only <laughs> because of what is mentioned then, regarding uh, <laughs> so he says, and this a person and he knowing this. This should bring a person to be aware of shirk, to know what shirk is. What is the definition of shirk, for example, and what are the types of shirk? I need to seek knowledge about it so that a person can protect themselves and from it. A person can protect and themselves from it. When a person is ignorant of something that is harmful to them, it is more likely that a person will fall into it. But when a person learns about what is harmful and protects and is able to protect himself and he better regarding it. Now the Shaykh mentions the Akbaha Al It is the most detestable of things. It is the most repugnant and hateful of things. meaning shuk. <speaking in language> And it is uh, the greatest injustice. Shirk is the greatest and the injustice, the most detestable and most hateful of things. And likewise, it is the greatest and the injustice. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, shirk is the greatest injustice. Okay, or a great injustice. So that's clearly mentioned. And in this verse, shirk is an injustice Because a person is not giving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala His full rights over him But instead he is giving those rights to other than Allah By worshipping other than Allah And he subhanahu wa ta'ala As a hadith As he mentioned And he whereby the Prophet ﷺ asked one of his companions what is the right of Allah upon his servants and what is the right of the servants upon Allah? And the answer was the right of Allah upon his servants يَعْمُدُوهُ وَلَا يُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا that they worship him alone and do not ascribe any partners to him and the right of the servants I mean, Allah, and over Allah, on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that He will not punish those who do not ascribe partners to Him. Allah will not punish those who do not ascribe partners to Him. So Allah won't punish the muwahideen and the people of Tawheed, or people who have died, I and mean, upon Tawheed. So the Sheikh says, I and mean, because, I and mean, he meaning shirk. Is like a form of attributing deficiencies to Allah Azza wa By way of a person giving other than Allah and his rights. And it is a form of a person making equals to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he making others equal to Allah Azza That is the And the essence of shirk. A person is making something equal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for example, by worshipping other than Allah. For example, if a person worships a tree, there's a certain belief regarding that tree. So that person now has attributed something regarding that tree which is only to be attributed attributed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is only within the ability of Allah Azza wa Jal. So He has made that tree in one way, in one form, and, he, and equal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a certain affair. And if those who disbelieve hold others equal to their Lord, those who have disbelieved hold others equal equal only to their Lord. So what this verse indicates, hold others equal to their Lord. Does that mean totally that shirk is if a person believes that there are two gods that are equal and they are have the same abilities, etc., etc. And you know, because it is sufficient for a person to give one of the attributes of Allah to one of the creation. What they have done, if they have, and he made others equal to Allah Azza even in one attribute. Shirk does not mean that a person, I mean, shirk does not only mean that a person believes there are two, three, four gods who have the same abilities and who control the earth, etc., etc., and all the creation. But if a person worships other than Allah, who worships one of the creation, with a belief that that creation, as an attribute, okay, which is one of the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Therefore, they have held others equal to Allah azza wa in that particular, and the attribute or in that particular action. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, So do not make Equals, rivals to Allah Whilst you know Meaning whilst you know That he has no equals Whilst you know That he is the Lord The creator The sustainer Of all of his creation So These many verses indicate The severity of shirk That is a great injustice And That And shirk is whereby a person holds others as equals to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They hold others as equals to their Lord. Then the shirk continues. <laughs> it says likewise because of shirk. Is, is, it is at odds. He is monaqid. He opposes. And it is at odds. The purpose of creation, and the purpose that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created his creation. Shirk and he opposes that purpose, the purpose of life, the purpose of our any existence. And likewise, it is at odds to the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all aspects. It is at odds. And he do the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all aspects. Therefore, for man ashra kabilahi azwajal fakad shabbaha al machluq And he says, and whosoever ascribes partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, therefore he has likened the creation to the creator. Likened. Whoever, so and he ascribes partners to Allah Azza wa Jal, therefore he has, he has, or she has likened the creation to the Creator. He's made them similar. He has raised uh, the creation to a level which is the level of the Creator. So he has likened the creation to the Creator. And he says, and the worst of the tashbih, and he likening others to Allah the worst of them is this type whereby a person likens those who have limited capabilities, those who are needy in their essence and their creation, the way they have been created, they have been created needy and with very limited capabilities. They are unable to do many things. They have, and he likened I mean, those creation to the one who is totally able, the one who is free of all needs, who is free of all of his creation, I and mean, who is Allah I and mean, He subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Shaykh mentions here that is the I mean, worst of the I mean, tashbih. Yeah? Okay. Likening something which is totally different I mean, to the Creator. Likening, I mean, a creation that is limited in their attributes, and what they are able to do. They need, they are in need of their Creator. I and mean, if they liken them and they make them similar and equal, and equal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Creator who is free of all needs. And he is totally able to do anything that He, so we see here and from this point as the sheikh has mentioned people fabricate and these beliefs and attributes and to the cre- uh, creation and raise them above their levels okay raise them raise their station to a station at, uh, whereby Allah SWT has not given any of the creation and thus they begin and to worship them, to make du'a to them, to make du'a and ask them of their needs uh, regarding affairs which only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is able and uh, to do. وَقَدْ حَذَّرَ النَّبِي صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ أُمَّتَهُ مِنَ الشِّرْكِ The Sheikh says, yeah indeed, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has warned his ummah, his people, from Shirk. He has warned them about Shirk. And he has blocked every path that leads to it. He has blocked every path that leads to it. So meaning here, the Prophet he prohibited Shirk he warned his ummah against it, and likewise he warned them and prohibited them from those affairs that would lead to shirk. Okay, so all of those affairs that would lead only I mean, to shirk. فَقَدْ بَعَثَ اللَّهُ نَبِيَهُ مُحَمَّدًا صلى الله عليه وسلم and it says indeed Allah subhanahu wa taala has sent His messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Arab and the state of the Arabs and the state of the people on the earth I and mean all of the people on the earth, except for a minority from the people of the book, they were upon the worst state, the worst state ever. Yes, okay, so when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his Prophet Muhammad as a prophet and a messenger. I and mean, the state of the Arabs, and it says, uh, inclusively, I and mean, the state of all of the people on the earth, except for a minority, some of the people of the book, and the Christians and the Jews, except, I and mean, in some of them, that they were upon the worst state. I and mean, they were upon the worst state. I and mean, regarding I any mean, their religion, that which they follow, I and mean, regarding shirk, I mean, and other than that, they were upon the worst state ever. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنْفُسِهِمْ يَتْلُو عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةِ وَإِنْ كَانُوا مِنْ قَبْلُ لَفِي ضَلَالٍ مُبِينٍ Allah azza says, and indeed Allah has favored the believers when he sent to them a messenger from their own selves. عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِهِ He recites, and he to them his verses. ويزكِيهِمْ and he purifies them. ويعلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ and he teaches them the scripture, and the book, وَالحِكْمَةَ and wisdom. And before that, they were in clear. Misguidance and then before that they were in clear misguidance. So, this verse and it indicates the state of the people and it, of the earth, people on the earth when Muhammad was sent, that they were in clear and in misguidance. Misguidance and it, regarding that which they follow, that which they're upon, their lives, their beliefs, their actions and other than that then the Sheikh says لَقَدْ كَانَتْ أَلْخَلِيقَةْ فِي الْفَتْرَةِ بَيْنَ حَائِرَةَ تَتَّخِذْ آلِهَتَهَا مِنْ حِجَارَةَ he says that I mean, the people during this period of time I mean, meaning before at the time when the Prophet was sent I and mean, before that they were upon I any mean, idolatry. They were upon idolatry, whereby they took as gods I any mean, stones which they carved. Okay, so their gods from the idols that they worshipped, they were made out of stones which were carved. And idols that were I any mean, erected. In certain places, in certain locations, they were erected, and they used to perform at those, Id- at those idols. And etikaf, they would stay there for a lengthy period of time, doing some types, uh, some types of any worship, or any other than that. So they actually I mean, you make their own gods themselves. They would make their own deities themselves out of stones. They would carve it, place it at certain locations, and they would perform I'tikaf, and even they would give them custodians, people to guard them, etc., etc. And the Sheikh says, and they used to perform tawaf around them, around their idols. And they used to seek nearness to those idols by way of performing uh, a sacrificial slaughter for them. And I mean, from the best of their wealth. So they used to use the best of their wealth to make a sacrificial slaughter for the idols. And if, for example, sacrificing the best camel they had, okay, or the best any sheep they had. They would sacrifice any them for any their idols, to gain neeness, any to their idols and their deities. بَلْ حَتَّى مِنْ And likewise, they used to sacrifice any, and slaughter their own children. For their idols, you reach an extent and whereby they used to slaughter and sacrifice their own children. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran, وَكَذَٰلِكَ لِكَثِيرٍ مِّنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ قَتْلَ أَوْلَادِهِمْ شُرَكَاءُهُمْ لِيُرْدُوهُمْ وَلِيَلْبِسُوا عَلَيْهِمْ دِينَهُمْ Allah mentions, and so to many of the mushrikeen their partners, and meaning those they attribute as partners to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, have made fair seeming the killing of their children in order to lead them to their own destruction and cause confusion in their religion, in their religion. So it reached a point where the Mushrikeen and they would slaughter any of their own children for their deities. And for the idols that they worshipped. And the shaykh says, آخر, And another group of people, the people of the book, ansawa is From the people of the book, of course they were in two uh, groups. You have the Christians and the Jews. So during that time, I and mean, the Christians, you will find that they were I mean, misguided from the straight path. and they made three deities. Okay? they made three I mean, deities. and that is regarding the uh, so you mentioned regarding the Trinity. And they took their monks and uh, their saints as lords, besides Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now the Trinity. There's opinions from the scholars that the early Trinity consisted of and it included Prophet Isa Alayhi Salam and Allah Azza wa Jal in it and Maryam, the mother of Isa salam. And she all one of the opinions of Shaykhul Islam Ibn Taymiyyah And he asked from the early Christians when the Trinity have sort of started. And he used as evidence I mean, the verse. When Allah will say to Isa, Did you say to the people, take me and my mother. Meaning take me Isa and my mother. And name is Maryam. Two deities to be worshipped besides Allah so I any mean, from the scholars that mentioned I any mean, the early Trinity I and mean, included uh, Maryam السلام, I mean, based on this on this verse and the Shaykh continues and says also likewise I any mean, the I mean, the Jews you will have found during that time that the Jews that they were causing I any mean, mischief on the land and mischief, mischief and corruption. And that they initiated a lot of any fit and tribulation and they broke their covenant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they distorted their book. They distorted distorted their scripture any from their correct meaning. They distorted any the verses from their book, from their scripture, and change them, I and mean, from their correct meaning to other meanings. So this is one group. So we have the, I and mean, the group of the Mushrikeen, their state where they were upon, and then we have the group which is from the people of the book, and there were two: the Christians, I mean, and the Jews. That was their state. Wa I and mean, a third, I and mean, group, wa hum Majus. During like that time, they were the Majus. And the Majus are the fire worshippers. And the fire worshippers. They Those who worship the fire. And they have two deities. They took two deities. And the Majus. good, and the uh, they and he took two deities then they said one of their deities is the one who creates good who makes good and the other one who creates evil and causes evil according to their to their claim so this is what the Majus used to worship they used to worship the fire and they used to claim that there is two the two gods, two deities One that makes good And one that makes any evil Rabi. And then we have a fourth group And from the people on the earth During that time we have a fourth group And they are the أَصَّابِئُونَ nujum, And they are those who Worshipped the planets and the stars. The planets, al-kawākib They are the ones who worshipped the planets and the stars. And asabi'un, and likewise they were from the uh, people of Ibrahim salam. The people of Ibrahim alayhi salam, and Ibrahim, are the ones who worshipped the stars and the moon, the stars, and indeed the, of the planets filled out filled out and they believed that the, the moon and the other planets that they had an effect on the Earth, meaning they had an effect on what occurs on the Earth. So therefore they would worship them and because they believed that they had so much effect on the Earth, worship them and ask what they, uh, they would ask what they, what they want from them. Believing that honey, they are the they are deities to be worshipped. Of course, this is incorrect. Honey, regarding the authority and the effect mm-hmm. and control they they uh, the, uh, the, the claim that they have on the earth. So this is the fourth any group of people. Wa The Sheikh says, then a fifth a group of people. Wa hum and they are a Dahriya. they are a group of people who reject any religion. They claim that they don't have any any religion. They don't believe any, in in any anything. They don't believe that there is a, a resurrection or the day of judgment or there will be. Uh, that people be taken into account. Okay, they don't believe that there is a creator. They don't believe any of the presence any of a any creator this earth. They just believe what they believe is that things just happen just like that. Okay, like the beliefs of the atheist. Okay, like the belief of the atheist. Okay. As mentioned in the verse, La Yuhlikuna الدَّهَرِ is what they said. Nothing basically causes us to die except the passing of time, because see, so they do believe and in the presence of the Creator or anything happens with the wisdom, it's just that basically it's just as life progresses, just things happen for no reason and just, you know, no wisdom behind it. It's just occurrence of events on the earth and that's it. So they're atheists. This is like the belief of the atheists, yeah the present day atheists so they called the dahriya. <laughs> the sheikh says nabi صلى الله عليه وسلم so this he says this was the state of the people on the earth when the Prophet صلى and he was sent and now yeah, they were I and mean, in ignorance. They we were? I and mean, in ignorance. And misguidance. And I he clean, blind, I and mean, misguidance. For for Fa Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I and mean, he saved I and mean, them. I and mean, he by. His call, I mean, the call of the Prophet وَاسْتَجَابَ And he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He responded I mean, To the call of his messenger And he, and he Brought the people out Of the dhulumat The darknesses To the one true light Which is Al-Islam Then the Upright religion Which is from the religion of Ibrahim And he returned He returned and prevailed amongst the people He and prevailed So by the, the da'wah, the call of the Prophet Allah caused the people to enter back To the upright religion and the way of Ibrahim alayhi salam, which is Tawheed, Tawheed of Allah Azza, Wahadama al awthan and destroyed any, the idols. Wanaha al-Shirk and he forbade and prohibited Shirk. al Wasa'il al And he blocked all of the means that lead any, to Shirk. He blocked all of the means that lead any, to Shirk. Then the Sheikh mentions a list of means that lead to shirk and insha'Allah we will look at that in our next lesson ani ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in beneficial knowledge and we ask Allah to increase us in righteous actions and to make us firm in our religion Ali, and to protect us, Ali, from shirk, Ali, which is the greatest of the sins. Wa sallallahu Muhammad.